Undertaker, this is what you need to understand. The fact of the matter is that Triple H is still the game. He is still the cerebral assassin. And as far as what's left in the tank, sorry, my man, I think he's got a heck of a lot more left than you do. I took the best that you had, and I took the best that Triple H had, and I put you both down. And in the process, I reached in and took part of your soul. And your egos can't accept it. I have stayed away and stayed true to my retirement because I am a man of my word. Because I am a man of honor, a man of integrity. I've stayed retired out of respect for you, out of respect, respect for the Undertaker. Is it respect? Or is it fear? Boys, we made it. 50 episodes. What? What? Who'd have thunk it, huh? Well, it's actually way more than that. The 50 weekly episodes. That we could actually find the good of the last. Yeah. The well, last episode that? is actually longer than the 50 episodes. Yeah. Combined together. Yeah. Well, yeah. That makes us the longest-running weekly episodic wrestling-based podcast in the West Park. I'd imagine. Probably. I assume so. And if not, hosted on a Chromebook in Foster Court. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure that we are definitely the longest running of something. Gordo and Nicky are here as usual. Steve, you're back after your... Did you hear? Because I know you're only catching up. Did you hear? Lads, I am officially a medical miracle. Go on. Went in there. I was in a bad state. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I was red raw. Both Hand and Mickey. <laughs> and the doctor turns to me, right? And he says, holy fuck. And I go, I know. And he's like, that is the biggest penis I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and then I woke up. Uh, but all in all, the miss is still number 10. So go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> Speaking of big penises. Hey! <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to go straight in there yet but it would have been a good one well played do, remember to do it in about three minutes let's just talk about penises again <laughs> no <laughs> problem I thought we were talking about the fact that Seth Rollins was with Scarlett Bordeaux at some concert last night oh, oh, with, oh with he his is miss, with his missus he is oh. so hot right now she sure is <laughs> <laughs> how are the boys anyway sore it's very very sore very sore He's still on the road for recovery, our fits. Yeah, I have to put cream on it twice a day. And do you sit on one of those little blow-up rings now? No, that's because I, I haven't been flicking the hole off myself. I've been pulling the mickey <laughs> off myself. <laughs> and you said it was massive. So, yeah. you know. Don't want to hang it too low, like. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't fall underneath. You know, it stands to attention. Ah, I see. At all times. That would be inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what? Like, that, be, that's awkward when he's Pokemon hunting near playgrounds. <laughs> Especially when you're in the car with me. <laughs> Hello there. Oh, Lord. How about yourself, Steve? Oh, I'm good. I'm filled with PUBG goodness this week. It's, oh, it's so good. PUBG is finished. And we did do our PUBG NXT review last week, but in typical nonsensical form, we went over an hour, which is longer than the show runs. <laughs> so we didn't post it. So this week we'll do another one, and that will be the last episode. The goal is to aim to do it in one round of PUBG, oh, regardless, God, oh, of, regardless of how good or bad we do. We have that to get should... the whole NXT reviewed within one episode, one game of PUBG. That should be like the thing that we do, as in, if we don't finish it, we're like, well, we'll see you next week. (laughs) 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 Like, and then it could be, yeah, I like it. It Give me this, and eventually we'll win a game or finish coverage, (laughs) and then it'll be the most glorious moment. If we finish the coverage, then we've really won. (laughs) But the real winners are our listeners. That's it. This so yeah, look out for that probably this week on YouTube. I will post it. You know where to find us. And if you oh, don't God, stick around to the very end of the show, where I will fill you in on where you can find all of this alleged wrestling and two bit goodness. Fill you in, eh? <laughs> Much like Fitz was trying to fill in his hand last week. <laughs> I needed two hands. <laughs> ah, the old double pump. Right. Speaking of massive cocks.
all in, boys. Your thoughts in general before we go and go deep. Go deep in. Excellent. Excellent show. Fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, we will eventually get to... mm, I don't want to say Raw and SmackDown. We're not going to get to do... We're going to get to Highlights of... I say highlights. Things that happened this week. Some (laughs) slight coverage of Raw. The the, the whole through line of Raw, the, the Shield thing... Uh, Becky Shanti. things like that Shanti. the best and the absolute worst basically all the stuff in the middle I thought you said we weren't covering Raw <laughs> <laughs> but yeah All In was tremendous fun tremendous fun altogether yeah. mm-hmm. quality show start to finish uh, which you could tell by the fact that I didn't even come close to falling asleep once that's true First pay-per-view in, uh, to be fair, as you've probably watched every pay-per-view with me for the last year, year and a half. I think it's probably the first one in all that time I haven't almost fallen asleep, Jordan. So. That's true. I meant to say the music there from the intro, uh, that's from our good friend, Duke Weaselton. That's called The Pawns. And he gives us stuff and he doesn't charge us because he's a sound cunt. I didn't even think he knows what that means. That wasn't an insult. <laughs> that might not have come off well. That was yep. a good thing. <laughs> we love the Duke. Yeah. Big but bag yeah. of cans for the Duke. Bag of cans for the Duke. But yeah. This um, kind of reaffirmed the fact that there is a very definite audience of smarks that want better wrestling. And there's going to be a migration away from the traditional wrestling very shortly, I think. But even if you take the in-ring part of it out, it's more just shows that don't insult people's intelligence. Save it for later. But you're not insulted by the stuff that comes up they're not and if they're going really ridiculous they go really ridiculous with penis truths you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really offensive because it's not like stupid it's just so off the wall that it yeah. cares. you know it's, it's people having fun putting on a show to make sure other people have fun yeah and imagine that the... <laughs> everyone has fun <sighs> pretty sure Kevin Dunn hasn't had fun since 1994 what he got his braces off he has no way Jose backstage and no way Jose loves to have fun. That's true. He's infectious. Yeah, much like how Kyrie says, he just loves boats. <laughs> and yeah, he's a massive boat fan. He's a boating enthusiast. <laughs> but yeah, just quality show. And as you said, when they went to go comedy, they went ridiculous comedy. Yeah. Uh, we, we said it kind of last week, we thought it would go the OTT comedy route. Essentially, where it's really good wrestling, but when the comedy comes into it, it's to that level where you're like, ah, sweet fucking Jesus, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> and it was perfect. It, it, I thought it was a great show start to finish anyway. Yeah, yeah the, the, the one-hour pre-show, where it was the t-shirt selling show. I've never seen so many t-shirts hawked in my life. <laughs> it's incredible. They even had an ad with Joey Ryan Wrestling where someone tore his t-shirt and they stopped mid-match so Pro Wrestling Tees could supply him with a new one. I saw okay. that ad seven times in that hour. <laughs> oh, man. It, it Look, it was funny, but a lot of... When, when, I was make, when I was getting the audio for that intro, I could tell... I didn't know exactly what was wrong with it, but I knew the minute I, I did it it was in mono the 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 commentator's audio was in mono and you'll hear it at the uh, first part of that where it talk about flip gordon winning the battle royal and then 20 seconds later when the main show starts on that intro you'll hear the sound difference stereo yeah, yeah it's crazy how nobody copped that and it was fixed then when the main show went on but there were so many problems the sound was all over the shop um, well to be fair from where myself and fitz were watching it we couldn't really tell for the most part really why is that 
because we had someone else talking over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so you had a friend. We had a friend who... for the pay-per-view uh, legally. Oh, no, no, no this is a pre show you couldn't buy over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Yes. Um, so I have yes. no idea how I saw it. <laughs> you, you, saw, you saw it with your friend's WGN America login. Yeah. If they, ha- if they have a network, I don't know. Was that they a actually, thing? It was pretty lucky. The WGN America actually took over Sky One for a day. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. And you held out on us and didn't tell us. We had I, to watch it on some cunt's Twitch stream. My, my WhatsApp was broken. I mean, oh. what a series it, of events to it, all happen with it. Bono for the pre-show because you were well able to message us during the main show. Yeah, oh. yeah, everything was fine after that. I got it all sorted because my pay-per-view payment went through. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you had uh, SCU who beat the Briscoes. SCU! SCU! Uh, I probably should have started the main card, this one. Yeah, I feel like... If the, uh, I don't know. I, the whole phobia, as we'll get to later, but the show went close on time i think the extra match they added into the main show that wasn't announced probably could have been scrapped and not bothered with and throw them into the battle royal yeah cody has a thing for mjf so he probably wanted to give him and it's good you know it was cool they gave this new character this new guy a shot on this huge pay-per-view so it made sense it's just that something needed to go there but anyway great match great finish and everything as well yeah but that match was also i don't know if anyone has heard it in the commentary was also matt cross's biggest ever crowd that he uh, wrestle in front of in North America so I'm guessing that's part of the reason they wanted that on the main show as well was it was big for both the guys I know we're after jumping forward I'm sorry but it was just when oh, you mentioned it popped into my head is but, he uh, son of Havoc? Yeah. yeah yeah okay well we covered that match then we don't have to do that but back to the pre-show <laughs> what words we never thought Steve Murphy would say <laughs> it was a good damn pre-show <clears throat> you know the parts where they weren't selling me t-shirts uh, the Battle Royal was some crack. This was brilliant. Uh, there were some parts where, as I said to Yee, and you kind of agreed with me, there was a lot of people in there that were walking advertisement for the WWE Performance Center. <laughs> Desperately need to go, even just for a week. Punishment um, Martinez, that's not you. You don't even deserve a spot at the Performance Center. Yeah. I am, yes, saying he is worse than Mojo fucking Raleigh. Um, well, he did make a pretty penny over Starcast weekend. <laughs> Who was oh, it that yeah. put that up in the group? Was it Steve or or Nicky? I can't remember. It was Gordini. Oh, it wasn't, no, no, what was it? Me? I, I can't you remember. Did, yeah. Punishment Martinez charging one hundred and forty dollars for a. Diner, oh, yeah, dinner the dinner yeah. It, was, it was a mystery dinner date, so they didn't say who it was going to be. Well, it would be worth your time. I literally yeah. would just turn around and say, I've lost my fucking appetite. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken the washer dryer rather than what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't the only... There was a lot of um, stuff at StarCast. We might talk about it later. But let's talk about the fun stuff. Uh, Marco Stunt. What are your thoughts on him, Nicky? Oh, he's great. You saw him before, didn't you? Yeah, I saw him at uh, Joy Janela's Lost in New York where he came in as a fan from the crowd. To be in a match and oh he's 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 so small but he's so great <laughs> him chopping bully ray was hilarious <laughs> um jimmy jacobs hits the five knuckle shuffle and goes for a pedigree while saying hi hunter to the hard cam <laughs> while he was wearing a dress <laughs> i don't know what was going on there nope. this is zombie uh, princess oh i see um <laughs> K 
Cage. Brian Cage is a buckle bomb on Jordan Grace, and he nearly, she nearly landed her head on the top of the ring post. Mm. That was scary as fuck. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Tommy Dreamer doing the bionic elbow was a nice touch, I thought as well. Yeah, uh, Bully Ray just essentially nearly fucking ripping Mar- uh, your man Marco Stone's hair out. Oh, yeah. that there was, was no fucking no need for that. And he eliminated him before yeah. he was eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, there was two or three things Bully Ray done in that match and you're like if you're supposed to be a vet that shit did not look safe no, no. the power bomb on Marco Stunt even was like he landed him on the back of his head like there yeah, was not yeah. good um, it looked like he was fighting extra stiff for no reason yeah I don't know didn't he retire yeah he retired then he got somehow looped into something where he was I don't know is he officially booking or kayfabe booking in Ring of Honor and he's then enforcer up- over there yeah, and then became, I think he became part of their trios champs with the Briscoes at one stage. Yeah. And then apparently no longer retired. Um, I wish he fucking had stayed retired, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Hurricane got his choke slams off. That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else was in there. There was loads of crazy shit. Uh, Billy Gunn has a, has a kid that wrestles. And he's <laughs> good. Yeah, he looks very like him. He throws the same punch and everything. <laughs> uh, but the big story was the guy dressed to look a little like Chico El Luchador was powerbombed by Bully Ray through a table before the match started. Ow, yeah. ow, ow, ow. And he sat out the whole way. So it was down to Colt Cabana and Bully Ray and Bully throws Colt out. Crowd goes crazy. And I knew well something was going to happen. I was like, there's no way. This isn't WWE. <laughs> not going to start it off with this misery. Um, but yeah, so the guy comes in, revealed to be Flip Gordon, and throws him, throws Bully out, and the place goes fucking crazy. So Flip is booked with the last possible second before all in. And apparently he went and did his tailgate party during the show in full <laughs> makeup. He had still had the Chico El Luchador makeup on <laughs> and came back then and wrestled to, you know, the Ring of Honor World title match. So uh, oh, good night for young Flip. And it wasn't over yet. We talked about Matt Cross and MJF. Um, Stephen Amell against Christopher Daniels. What did you think of this one? Probably five minutes too long, but Amell held his own. Good show of respect afterwards. Nice yep. um, exhibition match. Jerry Lynn is a referee yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably the best part of that match. I hope Rob Van Dam comes back and then he ends up in a match where Jerry Lynn ref- is the referee and it all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Guess yeah. Let's get the band back together. <laughs> if it does happen, it will never happen in WWE because Rob Van Dam has a damaged eye and WWE won't clear him. Ah. I heard apparently. they had him on a before as well, so he couldn't work anywhere. Yeah, but apparently the, the, he said in an interview somewhere that basically he's got a damaged cornea or something like that, so basically he's not gonna, he reckons he's never going to be cleared to wrestle by them again. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be taking a five-star frog splash from a guy who's <laughs> trouble with his sight. <laughs> no, uh, or most of his kicks, you know. Speaking of uh, Rob Van Dam's offense, though, you had the coast-to-coast by Stephen Amell. Very impressive. Mm. Uh, yeah. CD leaned into us because he thought he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Got fucked into the turnbuckle after. Yeah. Um, Amell did great he, considering it was only his third match, his first singles match. Like. Yeah. I think he did well. Like it was all elbows, I suppose is the best way to put it. But um table spot. Yeah, the table spot he terms that he jumped out and met you know, C D rolls out, burst through the table. A little awkward, but I mean and he was gassed as fuck at the end. Oh yeah. But 
I totally did. Like. You know, I, I totally did very well considering for <laughs> that's a big blaze type of first match. Like, Jesus. At the end of the day, you compare that to some of the stuff that we see weekly on Raw. I would put a melon there and he would put on a better match than half the stuff that's on there. <laughs> yeah. If he had time, obviously, to put together, I know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it at least. I like Arrow, so it was good. And he seems a good yeah. dude too, and he uh, respectful and everything. So, yeah. Good times. Uh, contender for match of the night. The women's four-way it was a weird finish at the end, but outside of that, I thought it was brilliant. Great match. There was one stage it looked like Tessa got knocked a bit loopy, and I wondered is that why it was a dodgy finish? What happened? Madison Rain tried to break it up when it was really the finish, and they just called it anyway. Yeah, I, I think so. But yeah, as I said, I think I think Tessa was knocked a bit loopy, so I don't know was was it on her to call the finish and might might have gotten called properly or something maybe, but. Uh, yeah, it looked like it wasn't broken up properly and they just said, fuck it, go with it. It's kind of like the Fatal 4-Way on NXT that time that Emma accidentally won. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she was on commentary. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, shit. That was a segue I didn't even mean to make. But, uh... and, and Ricky Bonney actually, uh, asked her for a favour before the match. <laughs> and then he had to correct himself and said, to do me a favour. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Chelsea Green slash Laura Van Ness two-face situation was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. Um, she makes her own look and Britt Baker coming out to Adam Cole's old music yeah uh, it was good I really enjoyed it way better than I thought it would be not in a bad way I just I didn't think it would be a show stealing type match uh, in the crowd we see the legendary luchador Chico El Luchador and uh, our good friend Fadas Massa <laughs> there is a combination there's a match I want to see. Get them in a tag match <laughs> where Massa is the uh, Nicholas of the situation. <laughs> um, yes, it's always good to see Chico. You know, he is, he's a legend. Never jobs. Never no. jobs. And no matter how many people have stolen his moves over the years, he, he remains respectful. And he doesn't get up in their face too much. He just accepts it. He's invented so many moves, you know. But um, my match tonight, because of the build. Because of everything, Cody against Aldis for the NWA title. Yeah, I agree. Love this. It went on very early, probably because he thought he didn't want to be, you know, going over in the main event on his own show or whatever. Plus, he kind of had to space out the box match in his match, so there's people <coughs> to produce and stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, the walkout, the UFC walkout. That oh, was great. Oh man, even with the lights on top of the camera and everything, it was fucking perfect. And if it didn't look badass enough, he goes and grabs his wolf dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you make of it, Nick? I thought it was fantastic. I, the, in ring, like uh, Nick Alice is always kind of hit or miss in that he's he's solid, but he's never at in spectacular. But because of the story behind this, just it felt big and it felt special, and that's what you want. It should it should have made evented, but you know, yeah, oh, it was great where it was it. too. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty tired at this point as well, and I thought, okay, if I fall asleep. I'm not all that upset here. I got to see the one one match I got really, really excited for. But, um, yeah. but if even if you hadn't seen the episode of Ten Pounds Pounds Gold beforehand, that walkout alone would go, "Oh shit, something big is happening here." Yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarrett weaseled his way onto into the show as well somehow. <laughs> I knew he'd be there somewhere. <laughs> uh, oh dear God! They hate Jeff Jarrett as much as I do. Yeah, Nikki's muted now permanently. He'll have to come in and out when they're not going crazy. <laughs> Um, what do you think of it, Steve? Uh, the I, I I'd love to in fact if it had gone on last, for the simple fact it, it was the main event of the show. Let's be honest. But we, we said at the very end of the show, 
it clicked with me myself and Gordo watching it straight away. It's like the reason they didn't put it on last is because they were worried about time, and they gave that match prominence in terms of taking as much time as it wants. Ironically, take it home, Cody, but it's it it, it worked out well. Uh, match booking wise, the only small, tiny, insignificant spot that I didn't like was the blade job. Because mm. that, that looked terribly bad and terribly organized. They're blaming Marty Scarl for time waste, and that wasted a lot of time. Did you hear he came out after, though? He said he they overran by one minute, apparently. No. No, the, as in that match. Yeah, no, no, so Matt, yeah. Scarl ran overran by one Scarl minute. Oh, okay. Minute. Oh, so everything before also overran. It's oh, just, yeah. 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 Because the, the, the main event, the Young Bucks match, was supposed to be 28 minutes, ended up being cut down to less than 14 minutes. It's yeah. twelve minutes long. The match. Yeah. The problem was that if Marty said they over, they only overrun by a minute. They should have been. They should have been cut by five first. Yeah. Yeah. And then see what happens. But uh, yeah. you try but again. Cut, you try and cut Okada. <laughs> yeah. again, that whole build of the match required that match to be a long match, though. Yeah. You know, you can't have Marty giving the emphasis that he is a heavyweight and then have him lose within ten minutes. Yeah. You needed that duration for fans to believe that he could compete. But yeah, the the Cody and Alice thing, the the line even before it was the everything you want to achieve as a son, I want to achieve as a father, and you're like, oh shit, fucking yeah. mess. <laughs> but the, the the dusty and flare taunts in the ring and everything, oh, I fucking loved it. The big spot was Alice going for an elbow drop from the top. Brandy ran in and covered Cody, so she yeah. took the elbow. Uh, but then Cody catches Alice after sunset flip. Sunset flip attempt. Way. And then you have the father son NWA title first time ever. Cray cray. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what he can do with the title now, though. If he's under a Ring of Honor contract, sleeps a contract for the States, it's going to limit what he can do with that title unless Ring of Honor have got a deal with it. They have that. to have had. Yeah, they must have. Like, It's a good decision. Uh, I, I do want to see a rematch because I don't know how long they'll let Cody or Cody will carry it for. Unless they've just, mm. unless they've been something with New Japan where he's able to bring that belt to New Japan with him, not defend it or anything, just actually have it with him. Mm. But I reckon there's this sort of cross promotional agreement between NWA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, effectively, where they'll allow that belt to be carried on their brands as a form mm. of like independent trophy, almost. You know, because there is that history to that belt, and there isn't really like a mainstay promotion that NWA is going to challenge with. You know, they don't have a Monday Night Raw. They don't do pay-per-views that can compete with anyone. So you have this belt with this significant history. It's it's a nice novelty to be able to say on a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, we're going to have an NWA World's Heavyweight title match tonight. It's kind of cool. And yeah. I think they'd be foolish to work against that, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's well the right guy, considering what's going on right now. It's a great decision. Yeah. I just see what they do with their own. They announced their own show on on it as well during it, the NWA own brand show, for a one off. Was it twenty or the seventieth anniversary? anniversary yeah, that'll be. It'll be interesting because at the at the moment their their roster is three people. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see what they do with it. That's the thing they said in Ten Pounds Gold. It's a promotion. It's not a company. Yeah. So Bingo. they promote the belt and they promote the champion or whatever. Yeah, I love it. It's it's what's old is new again type thing. It's. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. I love it. Great match. It didn't even need to be anything other than a punch up, really. But they went and had some good spots in it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Want to see more of that sort of stuff. Now for something completely different. <laughs> uh, Hangman Page against Joey Janela. 
where we started off, we had a Donkey Kong spot sponsored by Car- uh, by Cracker Bar. I was like, okay, we're in for a totally different match here. <laughs> I was I was listening to a podcast today with uh, Joey Janela, and he was saying he was only told when well, the announcement what was made about being a street fight it was about the same time he was told, and he was only told just before that about that they had the Cracker Barrel. So he reckons that's the only reason they changed it. So <laughs> they didn't get the Cracker Barrel involved. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, they're geniuses. I don't care. They're geniuses. Uh, Penelope Ford was brilliant in this match. Mm. It was yeah. uh, Lita in the TLC levels. Yeah, bingo! Uh, Hit the uh, nail on the head. Yeah, the table spot. Oh, good on lord! The stage. I call. I have, I have some very quick notes here. I just said dumb as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never going to be able to throw Janela that far. He slipped. It was, it was yeah. so loose. Yeah. It was so so loose. There was no need for it. So if he cracked the back of his head on the edge of the first table when you had two tables laid out in the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he and didn't it, need to do the run with it. You know, you could have easily done a powerbomb and thrown him static almost if you had the tables closer to the edge of the, the steps. But he decided to do this weird fucking run throw and it was very ill-advised. Let's just be grateful it happened before the Okada match so there was no Okada books everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, I wonder if they'd done a thing where they set it up for Janela to he was going to powerbomb him, but you know, Paige powers out of it and he flips him over. But it would have looked cool if the powerbomb had come off. But dear God, I was worried. Yeah, he was getting up the way his head hit. That or he's selling very, very well. Well, that man does like to take a beating. Yeah, uh, there was a bag in the ring. And the haunted boots were in the bag to scare off Hangman. <laughs> but he ended up just super kicking uh, Ford. But then we had a second bag with the phone in it. And the commentary, that's what he used to kill Joey Ryan. <laughs> I was there. That bag was in the ring for a good fucking five, ten minutes. And every 30 seconds, I turned to face, what's in that fucking bag? What's in that fucking bag? <laughs> so there was a table and a ladder set up in the ring. Uh Hangman pulls out the phone and he starts beating Janelle over the head with it as he climbs the climbs the ladder, and then he wraps the cord of the phone around his neck, and then hits the fucking rite of passage off the top of the ladder through the table. That was sick. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I don't know how he lived. I think I watched it back a little bit when I was getting those audio drops, and he did mostly take it on you know the side of his leg or whatever. But Jesus Christ! But that wasn't the story of the match at all. The lights went but out. What, but what happened? The lights went out, and then the Undertaker, pretty much. <laughs> dong, <laughs> dong. Are you saying dong or gong? Oh, I'm saying dong. <laughs> See a video of Joey battered in bed. Uh, apparently, they've been hanging onto this footage for six months. <laughs> and then we see the res erection of Joey Ryan. <laughs> Some lads in giant penis costumes come out. And they do the WrestleMania 20 Undertaker return with the Druids. They even had Paige playing Kane saying, you're not real, I murdered you. It was exactly WrestleMania 20. Uh, of course, they bow and Joey Ryan appears. <laughs> oh, famous dick wrestler, Joey Ryan. He's, he's safe and well. Apparently, he faked his own death. This is the storyline. It was all covered in Being the Elite this week. The 47-minute tw- episode of Being the Elite this Which week. Which I still haven't seen because I haven't had a chance because I've actually been busy at work this week. Well, I've spoiled one part of it then so I can keep talking about it. So Joey Ryan has been faking his death this entire time, Gordo. So I had a feeling it was going that way. His poor hot-ass hot wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he, he, his, his willpower got him through. He's yeah. Willy power. Dad and steroids. No, he's Willy steroids. <laughs> <laughs> He's Willy Power. 
I was hoping when when Paige did the thing, you know, you're not real. I murdered you. I was hoping they'd do the thing Kane did, where he closed his eyes and walked forward with his hand until he touched him, and then Taker exploded and started hitting him. <laughs> and then, you, but basically, we ended up with the dick flip, and uh, the penis druids carry him out after Jory Ryan pushes him into the casket spot, basically, <laughs> and then we had a rest in penis chant. Uh, I, I saw someone say say it to Joey on Twitter. He's like, uh, "You should have had one of the druids be a black one, but it was way taller and all the rest of them." <laughs> He's like, he's a genius. <laughs> uh, all in two. <laughs> all in her. Further in. Further in. Yeah, so what do you think of this Catch is Catch Can classic anyway, Gordo? Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, the cracker spot, the cracker barrel spot, I burst my whole laugh and was like, yeah. again, genius. Um, <laughs> I said the bag. All, all was in my head was what's in that fucking bag? What's going on? As soon as the phone came out again, it lost me shit. Um, it's just the finer details of it, it were so spot on from start to finish. And didn't they? You knew what it was building to. But as you kind of said earlier on, before we kind of got into each of the matches, to an extent you kind of knew it was coming for some of the matches anyway. But you didn't give a shit. You just you enjoyed the journey to, of getting to where you knew it was originally going to go and. At the end of the day, it's rare we get to say that nowadays. True. Especially for a show that's held in North America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, then, we had the Ring of Honor title match that was set up at the battle, from the Battle Royal on the pre-show. Ooh, um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Dig it. Brandy came out with Flip in a costume change. Brandy, as we know, a lovely woman. She had a lovely bottom that night. And uh, Lanny Poffo comes out with Jay Lethal as Black Machismo and Randy Savage's music is playing. The place went crazy. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was full Macho Man entrance and we're told that the jacket, it's the same jacket Randy entered WCW with. So that's pretty cool. Mm. But the best part was Lethal thinks Brandy is, is Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> he kept walking her around to the other side of the ring. He picked her up and did the pose from <laughs> WrestleMania 7. Oh, so good. So, so good. But yeah, he went for the. It was like a, a tribute match to the Warrior Savage match at seven, where he started doing all the multiple elbows. He only did three when it was five, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe he was tired. But Flip kicks out, and then it turns into a Hogan Savage match. And <laughs> the mega powers were exploding all around me, boys. Good God, it was great. He did the you thing and the punches, leg, everything. I enjoyed the hell out of that. It was stupid. I don't think it had any place being in a world title match, but it was fun. Uh, How good did Flip Gordon look? Yeah, especially when he was Hulk Hogan. He is so goddamn <laughs> talented. Yeah, he a great night for Flip. I think. I'd say it won't be long before he's in the performance center. I wonder. There will be know. money thrown at him. If the Bucks and Kenny keep their hooks into him, they might keep him out of their reach. Mm-hmm. He's only going to go to 205 Live, though. I know. I'd say he'd be... I don't think he would. He's very small, though, isn't he? Mm. But, he, but he's, he's in the, he was in the army for a long time. They, they'll play... Oh, out. no. That means they're going to team with Lashley. No, no. <laughs> they're going to have a love angle with Lacey Evans. Oh, God. Either that or they're going to put him at AOP. They met in Afghanistan, you see, and they haven't seen each other since. And they just met in the performance centre. Can you believe it? <laughs> I just booked three weeks of telly for them there. <laughs> Uh, but then afterwards, Bubba Dudley came out to ruin the crack again. Uh, he attacks Lethal and Flip, you know, had the sign of respect or whatever, and Bubba comes out and attacks both. 
Bubba sets up a table before Cole Cabana attacks, and then all three of them put through the put them through the table doing the shield triple power bomb. And then I don't know if it was the crowd or someone in the ring went hoo There's the crowd, unfortunately. But I think yeah. someone of the wrestlers did it too. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, Omega against Pentagon. Holy fuck! That fucking package pile driver. Oh. The hardest part of the ring. Where is that? Um, the apron. Oh shit! Yeah, no, there's a fact for you now. Gordo usually comes with stats, but there's my one. Yeah, ring post. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right on the top of the ring post. By the <laughs> that wouldn't be nice. Um, the thud off that, the noise. Oh. oh my god! There was a comment that Riccavani had, um, where they said his exact reaction was was that crazy guy from Impact Wrestling. That's not what he said at all. No. And I said, "Fuck off, Ring of Honor, Michael Cole." <laughs> <laughs> he was starting to really great on me at this stage of the night I don't know why it's the put on accent or something I don't know am I alone? probably am yes yeah? yeah okay yeah, that was good that's fine um, <laughs> the other guy I really liked the other guy the mask guy what's his name um, I hadn't heard him before Excalibur yeah, I hadn't heard him before kept saying kayfabe though I was like yeah. why, are why are you doing that? it's uh, breaking kayfabe saying kayfabe with Pentagon wasn't hooking the leg several times to allow Kenny to kick out, but also for him to keep the power in his moves, we'll say. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Um, great match. That's not the story at all. Omega wins it. The lights go out. And but then... did you notice before you get to that exciting mm-hmm. part, all the way through the match, Pentagon was working on Omega's right arm. And even in the spot where he breaks the arm, all in an effort to stop Kenny hooking the one-winged angel. Hmm. And when Kenny eventually hit the one-winged angel, he actually flipped the move, mid-move, to hook the head with his left arm, something which he very rarely, if ever, does. Uh, slight little nuance yeah. in the match, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I, thought, I noticed that as well, but the commentators didn't mention it. I was like, that's, no. that's, that's something Vince would be screaming in your ear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Kenny Omega's move. <laughs> but what happened next, Steve? The lights went out, and then we see Pentagon laid out in the ring. But he seems to have put on a few pounds since we'd last seen him. Twelve. I lost some tattoos. And lost some arms. tattoos. <laughs> and I, I, I thought someone, you know, we knew someone was in there. Still didn't believe it was Jericho until he, until he stood up. And I was like, you know, when you someone, you kind of tell when they they run around or you know, stance. you can tell their shape or stance, yeah. Especially when he's through the forearms, it's tough for that. That's Jericho. You can see from That's his arms. I knew his tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be Jericho. Um. But I didn't think he'd take off the mask. I thought it'd be like this thing. We all knew it was Jericho, but it wasn't Jericho type thing. <laughs> but then, yeah, he t- beats up Kenny Omega, hits a couple of code breakers, takes off the mask, and Chris Jericho appears on another man's show on US soil. It was for the first time since 1999. And I was legitimately shocked. It's not often I get shocked watching these things anymore. I was not the floor. Was the fuck? I can't believe that they actually had Jericho on a North American TV production that wasn't WWE. Still can't get over that. It's crazy. It's but now we know that the one thing he said he'd never do, and now we know Jericho's true colors. That he's always <laughs> been Jericho all along. He hasn't had a match yet on American soil. True, and he now I'm sure Vince was. I'm sure he cleared it because Vince didn't seem to be too upset about all in happening. Because as we said before, he could have shut this thing down pretty quick. Mm. Hey, uh, Brock Lesnar against The Rock in Chicago. It's not even on TV. You're going to have to go to the event. <laughs> he could have done it. But I wonder, like, 
is Jericho effectively out of contract with WWE right now? Is he working yeah. a Legends deal where he can come back when he wants or when they need a, a big name? A handshake type thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. He's not but, he, but he, clears, he cleared literally everything that he's done with them. And I'm sure he cleared this. I don't know if it's necessarily uh, that he cleared it. In my mind, I don't think it's a case of he asked permission and they gave the blessing. I think it's more of a case of, well, you're not using me full time. I'm going doing this. Okay, goodbye. You know, I think it was more of a case he let them know in advance so that they didn't get the, oh, fuck, he screwed us kind of a feel. Yeah, but also to be like, are you cool with this? Is there going to be a problem more than anything? I'm doing this regardless, but is this going to be a problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I'm sure because he said before that Vince said to him about New Japan he goes yeah you have to do it because it'll raise your profile so when they bring him back he's a bigger star yeah. mm. everybody wins here but he wore the Judas t-shirt just like oh Jericho <laughs> and then he went got on a private jet with, grabbed some catering from the back got on a private jet and did a fuzzy show in Kansas yeah. with the Pentagon makeup still on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking hero yep I think he goes in as the goat now. I, I think there's there's no debate over it anymore. Jericho, modern day, great. Like, what is he? Is he? Is has he turned fifty yet? No, forty seven or something, isn't it? Forty seven, like, forty. How does a man of that age, say forty five to fifty, have the family he does, have a major successful band, and a thirty year wrestling career? And a wildly successful podcast slash radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, does he even sleep? I don't know. He was hit. When he fell out of the tree, he hit every the talent tree, he hit every branch on the way down. That was <laughs> yeah. just a complete spoofer, and he's been getting away with it based on his charisma. He did like you know, dancing with the stars and all that shit as well. Yep. And the TV know? show, the YouTube, remember, But I'm Chris Jericho. Did you ever watch that? I haven't actually watched it now. That's good. Well, it's, yeah, I watched the other one, the Not Into Report one. I watched that one. I haven't seen that. Oh, there we go. We've exchanged new things yeah. that we can watch. Do you, know, do you know the way the, the Olsen sisters, Mary Kate and Ashley, do you know the way there's a conspiracy that they're actually just the one person? What if Chris Jericho is actually part of a twin set? It's Ralphus. <laughs> it was Ralphus Boom. all along. Yep, he's the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like your theory. I want to explore it more. <laughs> wild facts. <laughs> yes, we can do accusations on the alleged wrestling podcast. It's actually when he interviewed a guy about the Flat Earth Society or something. Oh, Jesus. Um, and I went, you know what? I'm going to listen to this and see what they have to say. One of the guys, I think I listened to it and then I watched, the, he said, go check out this video on YouTube, the things they say. One of the guy's theory was that rain happens because water falls. As in, because there's waterfalls. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do yourself a favor. Just read up on this, some of this stuff. It's great for a conspiracy. Uh, Very fun. I have a feeling it'll make me angry. Oh, no, it doesn't. Oh, no, it fills you with such joy. It's so funny. You're, it's you're always angry. I'm not always angry. Yeah, you are, you dirty bollocks. Sometimes I'm just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this set up the cruise, basically, is the, yeah. the whole thing. Um, but why don't New Japan do it and have a title for title match? And that's his first defense of the IWGP Intercontinental title, and he loses it. And Kenny holds both belts and drops one of them to Naito, or I don't know, whatever way they do it. I think it'd be fun to do a title for title match. They might still do that because Naito hates that belt anyway. So <laughs> it'd be fine. They just throw it around the place. Guess what? We booked you to beat Kenny for the title. 
No, not that one. The Intercontinental. <laughs> no. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> he just wins it and fucks it up the ramp again. Uh, Okada, the, the controversial match. Probably needlessly, because it was a series of events that led to this, but Okada versus uh, Marty Skrull. Uh, Marty finally got his, got his own back on the two boys that had been pointing fingers at him for months. What do they call Arthur and something? Yeah. Arthur and Trevor, I think. Don't ever remember Arthur, yeah. I think yeah. I saw someone say it was Trevor. I think Marty tweeted about it, but he broke both their fingers, basically. Yeah. Because he's the villain now. Another fantastic entrance. He's made for WWE, this guy. Uh, and then Okada. We predicted Rainmaker, but then that the music dipped, and we thought, oh, no, no, it's Midlife Crisis Okada. <laughs> Rainmaker stuff came on. They did the Okada books, and Okada is Okada. Mm. He's fucking ridiculous. Over as all hell. The, the, the two biggest pops of the night for entrances were Jay Lethal and fucking Okada. <laughs> Jay Lethal didn't do too bad for himself. Um, good match. What are your thoughts on Marty's heavyweight skill, Nick? I thought he did pretty well. It, it did go a bit long. I think that I know people were complaining about that. I, I, I reckon it was probably supposed to go that long, but they definitely could have shaved a bit of time off. It's 26 minutes long, like. And yeah. It did kind of dip in the middle a bit. So, yeah, I, but he did, he did great. He yeah. Held I his think, own. I think this is him leaving the junior heavyweight division. Damn. That's New Japan's call. Oh, ultimately it is, but it just shows that he can hang. And he's the character work to pull off matches in the heavyweight division. And he's at a tournament for the, the junior heavyweight title. Whatever the fuck. Fine, they come to Osprey again because if all else fails, put the fucking junior title on Osprey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great advertisement for Marty Scarl. Uh, yeah. Apart from his timekeeping, but uh, if that's to be believed, well, apparently, apparently they were already twelve minutes over at that stage. Yeah, yeah. But he was going out, and he was basically saying, "Is stuff getting caught?" And he was told, "Going out, no, you need to, you need all your time. Do what you have planned." Yeah, because yeah. there was a rumor going around about there being heat on it and all this no, sort of stuff. No, yeah, no, that was no. partly because in the curtain call esque segment they had after the show went off the he air, wasn't he wasn't there, but he was actually in the shower. Because no one had told him that was happening. There's another theory that, you know, when they've talked about someone has plates in the background, mute your fucking mics. <laughs> um, so the theory going around was that he's going to WWE. Yeah. Uh, they had this whole thing that we're sticking together and then he wasn't there for any of these. He wasn't mentioned in that thing about. He was mentioned. And he also wasn't for the curtain call. And the, the evidence is building up, Nikki. And then he appeared on Zack Ryder's Twitter then. Oh, the evidence is <laughs> moved to Florida with his missus, who was already signed. It's all falling they, into they, place. They did mention his name in the curtain call. I was like, where's Marty? They they actually wanted him out there. It was when um, Nick was calling out his family afterwards. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where you can easily read too much into it. But similarly, it could actually be true too. So, oh, he was on the phone to Trips. Trips. That's what really happened. How the, <laughs> how the show? <laughs> no, that, that, that that's did what Seven does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was Okada. Did you give him the contract? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the rushed main event, which was just insane. Yeah, I, I don't know it. what happened. I missed all of it because it was a blur of tights flying across the ring. Rey <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mysterio, Bandito and Phoenix. Phoenix Mysterio yes. in his Wolverine gear. It was cool. Yeah. Um, the ref though, I was sorry, against the Golden Elite. The ref, clear as day to Bandito or I think it was Ray on the ramp, on the apron. When I say it's time to go home, you've got to go home. <laughs> a couple of minutes later, right now, right now. 
Yeah. And that's then your they, goal. They did the bang for your, the more bang for your buck thing, you know, three, three or a triple version of it or whatever. Yeah. And then someone went to break it up. I think that was the finish. Yeah, Bandito went to to break up the thing uh, with Ray on the other side. The two of them were coming in from opposite sides, and they were supposed to get blocked off by I think Matt Jackson and Kota Bushi. But I think it was a Bushi that slipped or just missed his spot. So Bandito, while he was jumping in, didn't get blocked. So he actually did break up the pin that was supposed to end. Yeah, because Nick blocked the guy on the far side where he had done the Melzer driver from, and Kota yeah. was on the opposite side of the pin. And this then is, someone came in camera. This is before the Melzer driver. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So that's why, yeah, exactly it. So they they weren't actually supposed to do the Melzer driver in the match, but fair fucks to them for calling it so quick and like you, you wouldn't telling it. <laughs> you wouldn't even notice it. Like if you were just a passive fan, you thought that's how it was meant to go. But because we're all dirty smarks, we we saw it straight away and, and we knew what was going on. Yeah, he just picked him up and went Melzer driver now. Yeah. yeah. What do you love with this short time frame? Mysterio getting lost. Taking <laughs> a fucking two minutes to come out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh man, did, was he actually lost or I what the hell happened? It's, he's, it's not the first time he's done that. He did that at WCW, WCPW show before. He did play yeah. that play music three times before he came out. It seems to go missing on it this time. The story has come out that he was supposed to get his own entrance as well, so that could have led to some confusion there as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Kota Ibushi was meant to get his own entrance too. Yeah, yeah. Well, well look at those mean. are the things you have to cut when you're running for time. Yeah, and I, I love the fact that there's some of people of. Questionable morality online, who are giving shade at the All In Boys for not being able to run a well-timed show. Get fucked. Get fucked, indeed. <laughs> they were able to cut their main event to get it in underneath the fucking time frame they needed by three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Literally three seconds. That's how close they got it, but they got it. Yeah. And Nikki, you put in the the figures there as well. The results, basically, didn't? You? That was me. I found them on the Cultaholic published these figures as we were recording the earlier matches. So I threw them in there. See if you want to run through them. Uh, so yeah, zero uh, zero hour. The pre-show averaged one hundred ninety-six thousand viewers on WGN, which it's going to be hard to criticize Raw's figures later when you see that. But uh, look, not bad for. But the the gate, a quarter or half a million dollar gate. Yeah. Jesus. Four hundred four hundred sixty thousand dollars. Uh, all the merch was sold out, and also Pro Wrestling Tees sold half a million dollars worth of merchandise over the weekend as well. Uh, Fight TV grossed over a million from Starcast and All In, Scamcast. Scamcast uh, <laughs> sold eleven thousand tickets. Um, yeah, attendance at All In eleven thousand two hundred and sixty three. They should put that on a T shirt. They have literally. Oh, it's on oh, pre order on youngbucks.com. Yeah, I know youngbucksmerch dot com. God, they'll sell anything. Uh, <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. I can't wait for it all into because you know what's happening. Oh, I, I want to see a rematch of the Bucks and Kota Bushi against the Lucha House Party things. Yeah, Rey Mysterio won't Give be there. Time. Uh, yeah. Ray Ray's gone. He's gone back to the big house. Gone back to the big house to be on to a or something. Yeah. Wonder if he's going to harken back to something you said there, Steve. Yes. Um, just to, to, some, to something I believe you said about how, how they literally sell anything. Oh, how yes. about them turnbuckle pads? <laughs> Christ, I was shocked by this. Now, look, I respect the hustle. Fine. If I could do it, I'd print 30. But the thing that annoyed me the most about it, right? Cause so basically, right, there's 12, there was 12 turnbuckles. They're selling 10 of them. 
for a thousand dollars a piece and they're charging fifteen dollars shipping <laughs> <laughs> you're charging them shipping as well well i don't hang know on, where hang that on, comes hang from. On. i think the shipping might be automatically in the system for yeah we'll charge nine eight five then <laughs> hang, on, hang on hang on my big I, I i don't see the problem here I don't see why we're throwing shade at the Bucks and Cody for selling these. No, I, I, tr- I throw shade at the people who are paying this money. Mm. Exactly. Now, this is this is Starcast. This is Conrad that's doing this. Yeah. So this was part of the funding for the Battle Royale, wasn't it? To pay people. He's got to pay for them mortgages, yo. If they're paying $10,000 for the people that were in the Battle Royale, they did not get their fucking value for money, as far as I'm concerned. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing Frank the Clown wasn't in it then. Yeah. God, that fucking fucker can get fucked. <laughs> he was backstage. Yeah, uh, there was a picture of Pharaoh going around with uh, Noel and him as well. Um, charging 150 quid for a piece of the canvas. I mean, that's collector's item. That's not as bad. It's not a thousand dollar fucking turnbuck cover. There was the rumors of to get. Yeah, rumors of a two hundred dollar appearance or two hundred dollars to get a picture on an autograph of Punk, as we mentioned, a hundred and forty dollar breakfast with Punishment Martinez, and the did you hear about the karaoke with Marty Scarlett that was featured in the episode of Being the Elite this week? Apparently, I don't want to say the figure in case I'm wrong, but I heard saw online saw something that was a pretty penny to get in there as well, and there was like a hundred people in that. And uh, for people who can't sing, I don't get it. So this wasn't a pay-as-you-go thing. Some of them you had to pay extra to be at. Carney Mania is running wild, brother. Yeah, Carney Mania. I think it left a small bit of a bad taste, but you have to remember that it's Conrad and not all in, we'll say. This was a satellite event. But some yeah. of the stuff online, I'm actually cringing. Like, it's the douche chills. To some of them singing along with Marty Scarl and paying money for them. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? You have no value Andy, on a pound note. <laughs> I'd love... are now turning into absolute fucking scams. I'm not, I'm not just talking wrestling ones. I just mean in general. Any sort of a big convention at all nowadays is literally turned into an absolute fucking scam fest. Yeah. I'd love to know what the books and Cody's afterthoughts are of the show in terms of Starcast. Because... You know, we give them credit for running a massive show like All In, and in the next breath we criticize them for having scam cast as well. I wonder how much of an influence they had. Like you said, Conrad mainly ran that show. If they were to run a second show, would they give it to Conrad again to run the fan exhibition part of it, with the set conditions of what they're allowed to do? It's hard to know. Well, I think like from the wrestler's point of view, it was great because they raked in money. Like because I know Joey Janela was saying how great it was on the podcast I was just earlier, saying everyone, all the wrestlers, like they're like we. This is probably the most any of them have made from any time recently. Like he's like it was great for them. So I I reckon they probably would do it again. People are buying it. Mm. You don't forget you. It was the first time ever that it ran it. So you've got that new novelty factor, and two, it was in Chicago. You know, if you're going to take that out of Chicago, if you run that in fucking Cleveland or somewhere, like it'll be LA, it'll be LA or New York. Either LA or New York is going to be all into. What about Dublin? No, <laughs> I think it'd be crazy to not do it in Chicago again. It's all there for them, pro wrestling tees and everything. It's all there for them. Yeah, I think they should. They should make it its home, its base. Well, but Chicago it has, uh... is wrestling USA like. 
but it had a, a counterculture feel to it. It was like watching when me and my brother had watched at two in the morning ECW when we were kids on Bravo or Dave. Well, I think it was called Bravo back then. Yeah, probably still is. TNT. Uh, watching that live, yeah, it just it had the same feel. It had an ECW vibe for me. Mm. It was like even like one night stand. It was a similar fan appreciation thing. It was great. I wonder how the next one would be. But it just tied up what a year worth of storylines all in one show. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So now people are going to start looking at everything that happens and being the elite from now on as potentially building storylines for something that hasn't even been announced yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that whole thing with the best friends throwing titles in the bin to be paid off. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah, would recommend. Watch all in. If, if you don't know any of the guys, it doesn't matter. It's... Some of the some of the bits will seem really weird, like you know the penis truths, <laughs> or fantastic one or the other. Oh no, it was fantastic, but you will not have a clue what half the stuff is. There's an awful lot of in jokes. Do you reckon Vince told Triple H to sign all the penis truths? <laughs> you know he was slapping his leg, laughing at that one. God damn! I wish I could put that on TV. <laughs> Why didn't we do this for Rollins? Damn it! Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I will move on to some other stuff. Evolution isn't selling. Why, Steve? Evolution. Uh, well, I mean, they've kind of buried all their talent. Like, who wants to go see them? <laughs> what do you know about? I 100% want to go see Brie and Nikki Bella in whatever the fuck convoluted shite fest they're going to book them in. You are going to love this thing that brings us into Raw. Well, actually, now that we're not really doing Raw, I might have just done it there. What did you think of it, Cardo? Oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was really so much better than any match they've ever been in. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's just forgetting the WWE stuff and the dogs are getting pissed. Hang on, I need to do something. Perfect. Outsider. But yes, uh, Evolution not selling well, apparently. Shock horror. Well, yeah, you have Triple H, Batista, Flair and Orton. Never <laughs> the only person that sells less is Chico El Luchador. <laughs> oh fuck! Well played. Um, yeah, the, the matches aren't. Uh, I don't know why is it Alexa Bliss against Trish. I'm okay with that. I like that. Eh, not for me. Like, what's the alternative? Uh, Asuka. Maybe kind no, of because cool. she's uh, even with Naomi against the Iconics, isn't she? Because that well, match, Steve, is going to be iconic. <laughs> Someone shoot that man. <laughs> I tried many times. If you see Gordo but... on the street, slap him in the face with it. <laughs> um, fucking, no, it's like you said at the beginning of this, this segment, it's just like they've been burying their talent. You know, if you're at a case of where you're literally only promoting three to four people, and in this case it is uh, Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch, and everyone else is just fodder to them to make them look better. How do you expect to run a pay-per-view where you're going to have seven to nine matches requiring at least 20 to 30 talent and expect people to be interested and invested in purchasing these tickets? Yep. And unless they're going with a different match for Charlotte and Becky where they're going to introduce something in a couple of weeks from the Super Slam Down Under or whatever it's called to Evolution... We are probably going to see the third singles title match on them between them on a pay per view or live special in the space of five weeks, mm. because they're booked for Hell in a Cell. It's already been announced for Super Slam Down Under, and 
they then can I'm we, assuming probably going to have an evolution. Can we call that pay per view the Chaz Wazer? Okay, Chaz yeah. Wazer, nerds will get it. That's a funny name. And <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the Chaz Wazer. Ah, I see you've played wrestling sports entertainment before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the biggest problem is Asuka they've completely and utterly ruined Asuka yeah. it didn't take them long no, shouldn't what have lost shame. to Wrestlemania that was that was it Bailey but ruined woo. but woo 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 Reigns woo 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 the here's what happened to me last week slash earlier promos are back what do you think of that so they're always at the top of a show as well it's like big long welcome to Smackdown Live welcome to Monday Night Raw and then big full entrance with the guy to kill some time hello everyone here's what happened to me last week rather than I'll show it at the top of the show here it is right now I, yeah I, my, uh, I don't mind the ones at the top of the show as much but when it's literally the same thing shown three times in the space of a three hour show and it's each time is a three minute fucking segment and you're like Okay, that's nice that you're talking about Roman or Strowman now, but what about Balor? What about this person? What about that person? You know, you have the biggest roster you've ever fucking had. Use them. With the most amount of TV time they've ever had. Yeah, and they're focusing focusing on the fewest amount of people they've ever focused on. Yeah, and they have their best bout machine languishing in 205 Live. Nikki, have you taken the dog out? Is he no longer an issue? The dog. Uh, there's two other dogs here, but the 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 most yappy one is now now gone for now. Cool. <laughs> but what, Scott? What? What about the big dog? Resume resume muting. <laughs> <laughs> also, Gordo, I listened back to the podcast last week when I was recovering from my penis surgery, and best bout machine. You know, get fucked. You know, that I, no, that's accurate. It's way too soon to be saying that. Way We've had a soon. good six months of this now. Way too soon. You know, get fucked. Hold on, lads. I'm going to have a quick sip. Carry on. How, mu- how much matches of his have you seen, Fitz? I've seen about four. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's bad at all. He's quite good. But to say he's the best bout machine in WWE is just fucking... <laughs> get your tongue out of his hole, Gordo. <laughs> He has had six months where week on week he is fucking killing it. You cannot say that about anyone else in WWE right now who's consistently done it Seth for that length Rollins. of time. No. Rollins has had duds. Yeah. Rollins has had duds. Seth Rollins is the best performer in WWE for the last 18 months. Performer, yes, but for best belt machine, I'm still saying Buddy Murphy. I don't care. This is delicious. Keep going. Nothing will change it. <laughs> Nothing will change it. So watch last week's uh, Two Hundred Five Live. Oh and yeah, probably next week's Two Hundred Five Live because he's against uh, who's he against Metalik next week. So it'll probably be a uh, show stealing match as well. Yeah. Ah. I still, I, I genuinely, nothing's going to change my opinion on it. I'm not Over saying you're bad. I'm just saying you're wrong. Uh, I'm never wrong. I thought Don't I was worry. wrong once, but it turns out I was right. Steve always <laughs> has these terrible opinions. Do you remember the time he thought Cedric was better than Enzo? Am I right, guys? <laughs> No, 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 he was right on that one. He was right on that one. dead silence there. So, when, it comes, <laughs> when it comes to Fitz's opinions on cruiserweights, he's 50-50. Yeah, because Buddy Murphy's definitely under 205 pounds. Yeah, sure. Get lost. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. To, to, use the, to follow the commentator from All In, Kayfabe. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I just, I've genuinely about six months of it. I've, he's, if you were to ask me if I was to watch one person's match, 
or if there was one person that needed to watch a match of every week, it would be him right now. No, not to do my jokey Enzoid stuff, but has he is he the type of guy that's bringing the viewers in like the way they had Enzo? Is he like the guy that you're putting <sighs> the mask to and going, hey, over here we have this guy? If they actually put the fucking title on him and hadn't dragged it out as long as they had, he's had a couple of title matches already and they still left it on Cedric, who was, I don't think, doing anything with the title. Mm, right now, he hasn't had a big uh, match on what mainstream people will be watching. <laughs> Super Showdown, he has a title match. That's in his hometown. That's going to be his coming out party. for. And he's going to lose because it's in his hometown. My God. Nikki is broadcasting live today from a um, from a pet sanctuary slash restaurant. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them dog cafes. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, yeah I, I think that match is going to be huge for him. But yeah, I think I think they missed a chance. They should have put the title on him a couple of months ago. Hopefully, it's not too late, and giving him the win down there would actually be huge. And yeah. I like it. Do it at Chazwazer. And he is, and I, I use I use the phrase "best belt machine" quite clearly because he is stealing so many of Kenny Omega's moves. Yeah, and his look. But he he hit one foot. He hit one knee this week, and it was the second most effective knee I've seen this week because mean, Brie Bella decapitated someone with one uh, when she went full Brie trigger on it. <laughs> she should probably call it that. The Brie trigger. I love. It. Yeah, I thought that when I was sitting on the jacks yesterday. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah um, yeah so she went free trigger but um, free yeah. trigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but Buddy Murphy actually hits a really good V uh, trigger though so yeah. yeah still get fucked though no nope. I wish I could <laughs> that's yeah, how I do do if I'm like this week by the way Check it. Always check it. It's fantastic every week. I have to catch up on that. I need to catch up on NXT before our PUBG NXT review, which hopefully yeah. will make it to air this week. And uh, I also need to catch up on the Mayon Classic. Yes, have to watch first. Uh, watch it Satomura and Satomura's on it. Can't um, wait to see her. You're talking about all these shows that don't insult your intelligence. So we'd all in 205 Live, NXT, Mayon Classic, all the ones you can get along with. Even if your favorites don't win, you, you see why. Then we get to Raw. Oh, my God. Hang on. Oh, he's got another one. Oh. It's only because I'm going to finish off the two thirds of what I have in my pint glass. Got another sip here now as well. After this can and the other two cans, there's only one can left. That's That's the fuel I need to get through this. Good bit of Dutch. Now... Do we fall on different sides of this? Where I gonna say that was an atrocious episode or all? Atrocious. Yes. As per usual, Steve, you are wrong. Okay. I, I would say I, <laughs> it has its good bits and its bad bits. I wouldn't call it atrocious. Yeah, okay. I'd say the good bits were particularly good and the bad bits were particularly terrible. Okay. So it was a season of raw. Yeah. Um talk us through your highlights. Was there any highlights for you? No, I didn't like anything. Honestly, not being a dick. Anything? Not a thing. I liked um, Drake Maverick being there, bringing Paul Ellering. That was kind of funny. Why was he dressed up in the rigmarole? That made no sense. Where I'm trying to find Matt Hardy's tweet that I had posted in here. He put up, did Paul Ellering submerge himself into the lake of reincarnation whilst I was away and on the road? <laughs> <laughs> um, I hated everything about this show. 
Even the HPK Taker bit. Hate it. I hate Why? it. You haven't heard oh. the intro yet. Why? I played the highlights from it with the Jurassic Park music underneath it. It's done. Just, just because Triple or just because HPK doesn't understand how the network works. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> no, but look, like, there was nothing bad about the HPK and Undertaker thing, by the way. That was easily the best thing on the show. But I've seen it. It's done. We've oh, done it, guys. It but took it's, te- it's three te- decades. <laughs> yeah, it's done. It's teasing Watch a out. HPK return. It is. But how about we use Finn Balor? How about no? Use... You, you yeah, I know, but you can't just use that as a as a as an excuse. And I know a lot of people are, and, and they, they have justifiable reasons for it. But you have a three hour show. You know, if you're talking like a twenty minute segment for these two old timers selling a match down under that they need to sell tickets for, and potentially the return of the greatest star of all time, that's worth taking twenty minutes to do. You've still having fucking two and a half hours or TV time an hour and forty minutes where you can push in other people that you need to push. I don't think even if the Taker Triple or keep going Triple H, even if the Taker HBK spot wasn't there, you're still not going to get more prominence for the other guys because that's just not how they're being booked right now. But what's going to happen in ten years when they they've run out of legends because they didn't spend any time making Roman you guys? Oh, oh, I'll tell you, I won't be there if that's the case. Like, <laughs> I, I, you mean what? we won't be on episode five hundred and fifty? No, I will not. I'll be uh, long in, dead by then. In ten years' time, it's going to be the same day, except with like Cena, Batista, and Orton. Oh dear God! <laughs> or they'll still be teasing the return of HBK if it hasn't happened <laughs> yet. And everyone still, and we'll still be, me and Fitz will still be happy about it. Yeah, it'll be HBK teasing the return against Billy Gunn's kid. <laughs> yeah, is that what they're going to do? They're going to run out of making characters, and they're going to start using people kids. Yeah. The second football manager when you know you get to season twenty thirty and Ryan Giggs <laughs> is a goalkeeper and Messi is a sixteen year old Puerto Rican kid. <laughs> that isn't what I thought of it. It's been done. We've done it. It's done. Uh, okay. Let's just park that aside. So me and Nick loved it. You guys didn't like it as much. The worst part of the show was the fact that they turned the biggest baby face of the last 18 months in Braun Strowman heel and got them to attack and destroy the shield. You <laughs> 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 just really want to listen to that music, don't you? Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. Question. In Jurassic World Evolution, can you name your dinosaurs? Yeah. Well, now you know what to name two of them. There you go. <laughs> no, I have nothing. I have no problem with... with them coming back and doing this and they're selling tickets whatever okay but it's been done it's been done we did it it's the way i see it and there's so many problems i think where my anger comes from is that i did hated the show top to bottom this week and this was just like okay so you did this because all in happened this is the only reason Shawn michaels was on the show this week so the only reason the taker was there they needed something they did the shield thing just because they needed something they never do something on a holiday show like this, they usually let the show just run. I just, I think it's time you start using the people you've been out. You've hired the whole industry. Use them. You're never going to have another Shawn Michaels. You're never going to have another Undertaker like this. If you keep giving fucking Harley Race and people a TV time, you know, that kind of way. It's like you couldn't have done it. It, it, would, it wouldn't have worked back then. Why is it hurt it WCW? Up? It killed them. And it nearly killed Impact. But no, this won't be a problem with them now because they're just filthy rich. But yeah. But while what you're happens? looking at that, you're like you're looking at that, and 
the the exact mirror of that happened within the same show because you've taken a guy like Braun Strowman who is going down who was going down the path of being this absolutely legendary character within WWE who has now stagnated in order to become a heel to team up with other bad guys to beat up the shield just to get Roman Reigns over so let's go there then, right? So it started off with the boys in the ring. He, Braun just reaffirms the fact that he's a heel and he's got Ziggler and Drew there. Healing it up, insulting the town, all that sort of shit. The fans aren't behind me. Similar kind of promo. Not those exact words, but... Sounds like Becky. Yeah, so they've mm. just gone... It feels like a reset button has been pressed, but too much work was done to Braun. He yep. won the tag titles with a 10-year-old a few months ago. Yep. Now he hates everyone. I don't understand. Anyway... So the shield come out through the you know through their entrance through the crowd. Why do they get arrested first off? Because they incited a riot. Yeah, and Baron Corbin was the one that was telling the guards what to do. The guards, the police, the police officers. <laughs> so their entrance they've been doing for five years or whatever. Now they get arrested. Well, it's because they attacked the people that were there to prevent the attack happening. And okay. Wouldn't wouldn't wouldn't, uh, wouldn't calm down the resisted arrest. Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So he sent out two waves of, of uh, wrestlers. Three. Three, Three was it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm just going halfway through my notes. The third wave came out, basically. Yeah. For a big pull apart. Um, Bobby Roode rescuing Ziggler. That yep. was pretty funny. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. There's yeah, but they were trying to hold back. They were trying their best to hold back Drew McIntyre, Steve. Oh, Nobody can hold him back. <laughs> Nobody can hold him back. Oh, that was fucking phenomenal. They put a tweet different show. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. AJ's on a different show. Um, Braun and the boys are hurried off, and yeah, another crowd are blocking. So basically, they set up this thing backstage with the ambulance, and they had the good guys and the bad guys on either side of the ambulance. Oh, yes. The ice, sorry, yeah, or the police car, whatever it's called. Oh, yes. oh, yes. um, it just they went to an ad break as this is all unfolding. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And then when we come back, an ad break, uh, they recapped in the ads of one of the most chaotic moments in raw history. I still don't know what happened or why they were arrested. <sighs> but this is where it went to a new level. <laughs> so Tom Mike tweets Mike out. Tom. Yeah, he tweets out that he's on his way to a local Columbus precinct, not the cop shop, not night, the night. <laughs> to get the latest on their arrests. Um, so this was a, a strange start, but then the Bellas came out. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, when will the misery end? But anyway, oh, this is where Corbin had the line. Uh, he tells us that Raw's back on track. The Bellas are back. Neat. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's after Brie Bella nearly killed herself. Yeah, oh, God, she nearly nice. died. Uh, if yeah. at first you don't succeed, stop doing suicide dives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Braun and the boys later went on to Corbin and asked him for competition. Gordo, I want your reaction to the the lads taking the revival spot in the tag team title match. I genuinely was on the verge of turning off the show. It was ridiculous. I again, how many, how much of the roster do you want to sacrifice? pushing or essentially hold down to an extent i hate using that phrase in order to build up a feud to potentially get roman reigns over when in reality it's going to fail because this whole thing was literally done obviously to put the tag titles on fucking zig entire so that that there's a bit more prestige to the, any matches between the shield and them over the next couple of weeks 
Mods. To inevitably try, yeah, months. I, I, I was trying to be optimistic, but I, I was hoping they might have it wrapped up by you know, March. That three pay per views coming up, they, they, yeah. they drag this out. They're, they're trying to book matches for all fucking all of them at they'll once. Be on, they'll be on Evolution yet. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns is main eventing anyway. Um, <laughs> this is it's yeah, and we ended up having Braun versus uh, Balor in the yeah, main we'll, event. We'll have Woman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> I said here in a tweet they put out was Tom Mike opens a further plot hole can of worms so he he informed us that the shield appeared, appeared on front of a judge have been formally arraigned uh, officially charged with inciting a riot criminal damage and disorderly conduct and he will continue to report this happened at 10 o'clock at night on a federal holiday in America it's fine Corey Graves explained it all on Twitter what did he say yeah, I'm getting the tweet up this now. is one of uh, Otunga had a judge there to hold him a favour <laughs> made a few calls this morning turns out Otunga has a judge friend in Columbus and called in a late night Labour Day favour for the Shield everybody uh, can relax now uh, that's pretty funny and uh, you know what else Corey can do I'm going to rob your life Fitz he can get fucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was like uh, in storyline shouldn't Ambrose's wife on commentary be more concerned with the storyline charges her husband has been just put up for doesn't <laughs> get it Cole brings it up and she's deadpan she's like mm-hmm, can't wait oh my oh my <laughs> um, wow yeah so they, they stole the a police van, basically. And stole a police van. So yeah, this show opened me. <laughs> Justine. So that got, that judge was very nice to get his slippers on on Labor Day and go into town. Yeah, because he left his shoes in the den. He left in the den. Yes, fucking love it. Good the den. May God have mercy on us all. Uh, so the judge goes into town, uh, reigns the boys, charges them with everything and said, ah, you're grand. Don't worry about it. Feck off back to the show where you caused all the trouble. Here, borrow this police van. <laughs> saying, oh, don't you steal this police car. <laughs> so they get away with it and they stole a cop car. Okay, police van, I'm going to sit in you and turn your keys. And if you get stolen, it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all three get out and get ready to attack. Uh, when all of the raw heels attack the shield from behind. Hang on, who led the charge? Kevin Owens. Is what out was he? Did he not quit? He quit, but also... He was feuding with Braun for months. Braun was throwing him off of very high objects. And he's the first out. The first guy out to help Braun Strowman was Kevin Owens. I go back to my statement of around about two minutes ago of how many people do you want to essentially drag down into this mire to try and get this one person over who is inevitably going to fail as being the guy. And again, not dig at Roman. We say it every week. We say it every single week. We like Roman, the guy, to an extent, the performer. But what's put behind him is a fucking failure. It's not working. No. no. It's never if going it, to work this way. If anything, it's to... only going to garnish more pity from the Smarky fans who ultimately just want to see him actually succeed, but it's not happening. All he needs to get a, f- a successful ha- a face run is a heel run first. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, simple. Simple. it's, it's so, so easy. It's the tides. Yep. Yeah, it, it works. N- nothing makes a better face than turning from being a bastard heel. Yep. Uh, Drew Gulak was there as part of the clan. Did you see Drew Gulak beating up on Roman Reigns? I lost my shit laughing. What did you see? It's not your yard anymore or something, was it? Or you're I, not I, the big dog or some shit. I couldn't even tell you. I was in hysterics laughing at it. Uh, Ascension were uh, murdered by AOP earlier in the show and they were helping each other out that night. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. 
So basically, if they can't get Roman cheered, they'll turn everybody heel or get all of the heel roster out to, to attack him. Yep. Uh, so now, last week, Braun said he would not attack from behind to cash in. Yeah, but Kevin Owens did. Yep. But then he gets the entire roster this time to do it. He'd be champ by now if he kept the fucking contract and didn't call a shot. What the fuck? So in the same episode last week, he turned heel, but also gave away his contract and had a perfect opportunity to cash in. Baby face syndrome. He's a bastard with morals. (laughs) And then this week he did it again. (laughs) So he won't do it, but the whole crowd will do it, or the whole roster will do it. Maybe it was Ziggler's idea. I hated everything about this. It was everything wrong with WWE. They just put shit out and they don't fucking uh, sense test anything or sense check anything. Mm-hmm. What a so, pain in the ass that show was to watch. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, but, Gordo, you didn't someone has... I didn't. Genuinely, did. the last few bit was not my least favourite part of Raw this week. And oh, it is 100% because he is actually fucking trying. He, he has been given nothing but absolute shite. I'm actually not even feeling pity for him. So if that's what they're trying to do because of my back and forth with Road Dog, the fuckers are succeeding. My man. My man. <laughs> not to his credit, he is trying to make the best of a pile of big steaming pile of dog shit. Big dog shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I know I said it in the group chat even last night, our super secret product, uh, production chat, um, about the fact that I'm pretty much just taking pity on him, but at least he's trying to make the best of what he's given. And I'm now at a point where when it comes to Raw, that's all you can ask of the talent is make the most of what they're given, and he's trying. Same with Jinder. Fair you know, literally, I'm going out there doing that shanty thing. And next thing, it all turns out that it's one giant ruse to bring back that who only quit last fucking week. It's gone seven days. Seven <sighs> days. Like Craig Come David wrote a song about this. Like what the fuck? I quit on Monday. I took her for a drink on Tuesday and all that shit. You know, uh, yeah, fuck you this. Punk lasted longer than that. Yeah. Oh god. I've had relationships that lasted longer than that, and that's saying something. <laughs> But were they conscious? <laughs> Jesus Christ. For, for, for some, some of it. <laughs> what Becky and Charlotte story. The uh, side-by-side UFC. Screw interview. you. Screw you. <laughs> she went full McGregor on this one. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, especially she says that Charlotte is better. Charlotte says she's better than the ring, but Becky says to shine the title up. It was just like Aldo McGregor belt. Spit shine that belt. Um. <laughs> Mike Tom interview or introduces us, but he's supposed to be interviewing them and it's clearly pre-recorded, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, so the chant for Becky and Boo Charlotte. Becky cheered for every comment. Charlotte's booed for every comment. And Charlotte says, all you need to do is ask for the title or ask for a title shot. Becky scoffs. I could have just asked for the title, your majesty. <laughs> Screw you. God, I love that woman. They have inadvertently, and this is what pains me, they have inadvertently made themselves their next female star in SmackDown. Yep, yep. Threw them completely fucking up. And the fans essentially saying, no, fuck you guys. They have stumbled into their next star. That kills me. That they can fuck up as bad as they do. <laughs> Just land on their feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no, whatever. Yeah, grand, yeah, she'll be, she'll, be her, she'll be their biggest fucking merch seller. Probably be the first time a woman will be their biggest merch seller since AJ Lee. 
I'm just kidding. glad they're embracing it and not like what they're doing on Raw. Thank they Christ. Every, they can't go the way they want to. Like. Yeah. Braun Strowman <sighs> turning heel is just a terrible idea. Did we spend enough time on that? I think we might have. Let, <laughs> let's stop it. Sure? Don't worry. We'll have the next six months to fucking <laughs> break that down. Oh, let's let's down. talk about better things than that. Um, oh, but, yeah. Wendy. <laughs> oh, Wendy. Uh, AJ what said, a slot. Wow. Uh, Joe said that Wendy was cradling young Annie. AJ was at the door with a bat wondering when Joe will come in the door, but he's not a monster. He's delivered her husband home on a Tuesday night. It was on a rare Tuesday night or whatever. Uh, his actions have forced AJ to come home and care for her and the family. He speaks to Annie and says a bad man is coming to take her dad's championship and make him go night-night. <laughs> oh, Joseph. Joey Headrocker. What a man. Not bad for a lad who didn't never make it past NXT, eh? Mm, God, he's so good. Captivating. AJ appears on screen, but then in real life he appears too. He runs down for Joe. A brawl without the locker room emptying. Imagine that. A lot of chances. All good. Um, yeah, so we go off the forearm, but the refs and Paige show up to break it up. Uh, yeah, that was good. This yeah. is going to be a long build. Well built, but fuck it. I'm enjoying it. And if they keep doing it this way, they're drip feeding it. They're not going they're not whipping it out on the first date. You know, they're they're, they're playing the long game on it and they're actually trying to build it week on week as opposed to ah fuck it, yep. We're going balls deep and then, you know, it can just linger to the big payoff. Jesus, so many, so many references there. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How many can I work into it's like thirty seconds that. <laughs> Tell me, is this match inside Hell in a Cell? No. no. Why not? Because they want Jeff Hardy in a cell so he can kill himself. Much like Brie Bella tried to on Raw this week. I cannot emphasize enough how much Brie Bella tried to kill herself. I think Jeff is retiring. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon so. Um, I think they're waiting for... I think they're waiting for the next Raw at, uh, in North Carolina. I think they'll, they'll, uh, they'll have them retire them. in North Carolina. I don't know. Like, we haven't seen Brother Nero yet. You're kind of seeing it now. The weird thing is, you could technically have the two of them do something compoundy related because Matt can do one of them without taking bumps. That, um, that could be how they write him out. Yeah. Yeah. They go into no. like, recur- like, uh, like a reincarnation at the end and they don't come out. But oh. they have to be reincarnated as something. That's the whole right. point of the Lake of reincarnation. They can come back at some point, but they 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 don't. Matt <laughs> is definitely retiring or taking a very very long time off. Jeff yeah. is going to take a long time off. Maybe not fully retire, but he's doing this while he can. Basically, he's not yeah. shut up about the Hell in a Cell since he came back. He is going to do a swanton off the top of the Hell in a Cell, and I'm going to watch it through my hands. Do you remember Hell in a Cell last year with Kevin Owens on top of the fucking? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, watching it through my hands. I remember Kevin Owens being in a feud that's big enough to need a Hell in a Cell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Instead, he's going to get hit with a stalling suplex. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no. To be fair, at least he has a new finisher now. And again, that's two times I've said something nice about last year in this podcast. <laughs> Gordo, opening up another uh, drink there, yeah. The score has been all complimentary about, about Lashley. What did you think of Miz this week, Steve? He's a pain in the ass. I hate everything about him. <laughs> and I hope he gets hit by a car. Did, could this episode just become the Gordo was nice to Lashley episode? <laughs> I have a question for you about this Miz and Brian thing. Okay. And what it's hap- what's happened to Almas in, in the middle of this? Are you happy? No. Um, he's not coming off bad, so I don't really mind it. Almas is getting buried. Non-stop. I don't think he is. I think actually Almas is getting a bit of a rub off this. He's in the in the, the storyline with his face. 
And he, he hasn't had any major storylines up to now, so now he's involved in the st- the main storyline of the show. Yeah. And it, it depends how to transition him out of this storyline. Mm. But I actually think that he's doing okay. He's not. He's definitely not getting buried. He's not getting squashed week in, week out by either guy. You know, he's having situations where he's had an upper hand and he's beaten Daniel Bryan. So it, it's it's a slow build and introductory to the main roster crowd who wouldn't have known him from NXT. And they're getting him in there with the likes of Daniel Bryan and the Miz, who are two of the top talents on SmackDown. So it's, or, or you can have Almas and Bryan feud. And leave the Miz go somewhere else. You know that's I, not going to happen for another few months. Why? I thought they'd keep Almas out of this and then have Miz and Debray do their thing and then afterwards have the Almas feud. I didn't think they'd bring Almas into this feud. Mm, that, or, to me, or, that to me is surprising. But... Or truth. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> Was this all to set up the fucking mixed match challenge? Oh, 100%. I wish they hadn't announced the teams before they did it because they announced the teams earlier on the show and I was like, oh, well, now you're ruining that. They're going to get the editor. He, he got dragged into this as well. But uh, Truth is backstage looking for Mar- for Carmella and he sees Maurice and uh, assumes her melanist. <laughs> <laughs> Truth finds Mella and wants her in his corner for some reason. I just still don't know why. But leads for him at the main event, which was Truth and Miz. Which ended up. Did was there a finish to that match? Did R Truth beat yeah, him? R Truth won. The main event in 2018. And yeah, we're not upset about SmackDown. We're upset about Raw. Yeah, <laughs> we're not upset that R Truth won the main event of SmackDown in 2018. Let that sink in. <laughs> anyway, Steve is still <laughs> upset. I just don't care anymore. I'm broken with this program. Are you on your period or something? Like no. Do not assume my are you are you on the menopause? No, I just hate the shows. I hate He's got a pain in his vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sandpit for a vagina at the moment. How are your memories? If you look it all in from the weekend, how do you square this circle here, so to speak? Different shark Ted. It's a different shark. Different section of the multiverse. Yeah, I do, I do not remember ever seeing that Cody in WWE. I don't remember seeing them books of youth in WWE. That villain lad certainly never was. Different section of the multiverse. It's giving fans what they want. It's enough times for it not to be over the top. The fans want our truth in the main event of SmackDown. It's true. Do they? It's damn true. Yeah. To I be want fair, doing funny skits. I'm good with that. This is the first time I've been properly entertained by Carmella in ages. Yeah. True. It's damn true. So not a fan. I'm gonna be honest with you. SmackDown was just there. it didn't I don't think much happened. Personally, ah. it's my own opinion. Your opinion is fake news. It's Compared not. to Raw, that was WrestleMania seventeen. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Um yeah, Rude and and Chad Gable are a tag team now. <laughs> they were they were short on tag teams on Raw, in fairness. And this and is definitely going to end with Rude turning heel. It better end with Rude turning heel. Then you yes. get the, the pop of Jason Jordan coming back to save Chad. And yeah, we form American Alpha because we need American Alpha. Good God, we need American Alpha versus Revival yeah. for the tag titles on Raw. Jason Jordan done and dusted by the looks of things. Hmm? Is he? You hear about this? He's he's producing matches backstage. They reckon that he's not coming back. His neck injury is so bad that he might be back. Uh, Not taking the piss. uh, Oh no! Look it up. It's it's that's real. That's happening. Jason Jordan's injury is meant to be far worse than expected because he was cleared at one point or about to be cleared. 
uh, around the time, around SummerSlam time, was it? Yeah, I'd read, I'd read he was coming back. Yeah, have a look. Jason Jordan, he, he could be done, which is sad. He's quite young. Shit. Um, so that's obviously why Gable is doing this now. That might be the final nail in the coffin there for him. For now, maybe in years to come, might do a Shawn Michaels on it, but they reckon the neck injury is so bad that he they won't clear him. Hmm. Fuck. Yeah, so that sucks. Fuck it, give us Gable and Angle as a tag team. Gable and Angle. Um, <clears throat> I thought Angle would be appearing. Uh, I thought he would have driven the shield back to the arena this week. <laughs> In full shield gear, but then he, yeah. realized that the, then he realized that the camo vest was after going over to Drake Maverick yeah. for the week. Uh, what else? What was your favorite match of the week? Brie Bella nearly killing herself. Yeah, are we talking about WWE or overall? Ah, overall. I'm going to be a bit controversial. I want to oh, say no. the women's four-way at All In. I really, really like that match. I thought you were going to say Miz and R-Truth or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what do you think of like, the women's match on All In? I think I they promoted the women very, very well on that show. Because yeah, you had honest. Joy, Joy Janela's missus was great. Um, Brandy was great. I just thought that they were fantastic overall. Jordan Grace and the fucking Battle Royal was fantastic. You know, for for a very male dominated show, they produced the women very very well as well. Uh, and there was no boobies on show. There was loads of penises on show, but there's no boobies on show. <laughs> so there, it wasn't a fucking brand panties kind of exhibition. It was proper style. Yeah, no. For me, it'd be a toss up between the between that four way and the Cody Aldis match. I'd probably go Cody Aldis personally. Same as yeah. yeah. It's it's close. I don't know which one of the two I'd pick genuinely, but uh, yeah, the women's match was really good. I, I think the finish kind of yeah drags it down a touch for me. Otherwise, I would say that hands down. But I think the whole build of the Aldis match was just yeah, it was so great. perfect. And even the pre-match videos, like we were watching some of the pre-show stuff on Fight Before Zero Hours kicked off, and they were showing essentially the last ten pounds of gold pretty much. But it was kind of a condensed version of it, I think. And even the build through all that, you're like, this is. We're watching something special. special. Yeah. 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 So, it made a big fight feel. Yeah. I think for everything all in one, that was it. It had a real actually UFC feel to it. It was like the embedded stuff leading up yeah. to it and then the walkout and you had the introductions and even the showdown beforehand and the, the little shake of hands and everything, the sportsmanship of it. It, was, it wasn't the storyline of, oh, I hate you, I hate you, oh, you did this to my father and whatever. <laughs> so it won't be like uh, Tyron Woodley and uh, Darren Till at the weekend then. No, and it won't be like any Colby Covington match. Um, <laughs> but it was literally just two lads going out there saying, all right, let's see who the better man is. And they, they just told a, a good story, even though neither of them are ever going to plan five-star matches wrestling quality-wise. For a, for the story and everything's hard to finish, that's probably as close to five stars they were going to get. So. Good stuff. Probably WWE. Grand Metal League versus Tony Nese. Ah. Go five line. I will be hopefully watching it at around about seven o'clock in the morning. Ah, uh, shit! That reminds me. I need to. Yeah, I need to sort out something once I get off this. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Close it up, I suppose. Everything is fine, stuff. Yeah, I know. The shield has been taken into custody. But Raw's back on track. The Bellas are back. <laughs> what? Yeah. For the fiftieth time, bring us home. <coughs> <Ma. laughs> 
So, uh, you have been listening to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast here from the fine folks at 2-Bit Sports. Uh, if you want to get more of our fantastic content around video games, wrestling, sports in general, and just anything that pops into our head, you can find it on 2bitsports.com. We are also on Facebook. You just got to look up facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. Uh, if you want to get more of more focus on our wrestling content, you can find us on Twitter. Just look for at 2bitwrestling. And if you want more of this, this fantastic audible chocolate that is the Alleged Wrestling Podcast with all of our radical, rant-filled ridiculousness, uh, you can find us on whatever platform you're on now. We're also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, pretty much anywhere any of them feed into, which is most of the internet. Uh, If you ever get lost and need to find links to any of that stuff again, uh, you can find it on our main website, which once again is 2bitsports.com. What do you do when you're there, Gordo? You play this lovely, fun new game. Uh, we've Steve, invented this game. You, when we get Steve, Steve, did you play the game last week? I just lost the game. Oh my god, you need to you need to win this game. Okay, we need to explain this game to you in painstaking detail. <laughs> so what you do is you want the website, which if you're on the internet is 2bitsports.com. I hope you're on the internet. It's the only where, place to find the website. The number two. Where, where do I find where do I find the internet? On, it's on computers now and also on devices so if you have a device not the one that you used last week that destroyed you uh, put the flashlight away please uh, that's called go. Gordo's Mammy oh that poor woman oh. never gets a rest on this show oh she, she doesn't get a rest with me either <laughs> oh yeah I swear to god I'm gonna fucking hurt you one of these days you absolute prick but uh, yeah, so if you want to 2bitsports.com, that's the number 2 bit Okay, 2bitsports.com. I'm on it right now, Gordo. Tell me what to do. Okay, perfect. On that, do you see, uh, if you scroll a little bit down past the first banners, you should see a lovely ad popping up on your screen that was placed so perfectly by our own Steve. Do you see that ad? I do, buy. Okay, I do. you do me a favor. This is the fun part of the game. Can you click on that ad? Oh. Ching, I made a load of money. Yeah, and that is how you play the game. You just go on to twobitsports.com, you click on the ad, and Steve wins a lot of money. It's called Click the Ads. We get rich. Shout out to my friend Chicken who played the game this week, last week while I was listening to the podcast. And that's going to become part of our weekly plugs. Yeah, well, I wonder if we, we save it for special events. Let's just check now. And see, I haven't checked it now in a few days. To be fair, I do think our 50th anniversary show of our actual shows is actually worthy of being a special event. Much like I will have the one-year anniversary in two weeks, which will also be a special event. And next week will be the go-home show for the one-year anniversary, so that will also be a special show. <laughs> do you want a stat? <laughs> we had a 59% increase in clicks this week. <laughs> And that's all because we have added a new fun-filled game to our website. And the um, the uh, massive amount of money that brings us in, right, is a, a greater than 500% increase between this month, this day, last month, and this month. <laughs> and do you know why that is? Because we need all that so we can continue to provide this fine, fine content to you at no charge. No charge. 
There's no paywall. There's no Patreon. There's none of that shit unless we take off really fucking huge sometime. Then we might do something. But that or for now, to invent a really, really complicated game that confuses people <laughs> and they need to make the confusion go away. But yeah, so that's that's where you can find more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast at Two Bit Sports. And as I said, go play that game and enjoy some more of our content because you know we we fucking take the time to write it. You better take the time to read it. Gordy, you're so goddamn wise. I say it every week, even to people I pass on the streets that don't even know me. God damn it, that Gordo's so wise. They look at me funny and I say, click some ads. But you know what? If you think I'm wise, if you think I'm wise, that there is a man out there who's even wiser. Oh shit. There's a man out there who's even wiser. wiser. That's my old man. <laughs> my old man. He yeah, just he's a fountain of fucking wisdom. And um he actually came up with one piece that was really useful to me, which was if at first you don't succeed skydiving is not for you (laughs) (laughs) can't fault logic cannot fault that logic Mm. 50 episodes in and well another three weeks would be our one year the 53rd episode would be the one year what's the what are we gonna do lads we're gonna have to have a sesh for that are we probably get pissed yeah will we have a corporate retreat at some fine establishment and then as oh. in day drink and then get back to the house <laughs> by seven ish so that we can record. And well, it, also, it also depends because I have an awful lot of shit coming up in the next few weeks. Kayfabe. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm brokering many fine business deals so we can continue to bring this fine content to our fine listeners. I believe you're trying to make us go international, Gordo. I'm trying to make us go worldwide. Worldwide. Gordo worldwide. Mr. 305. And that's totally not my weight. Red light. Yeah. Green light. And I'm ready to go. Go, go. Hey, hey. I know the pit bull, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that'll do it. Do the things Gordo said and play some games. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Night Chico and Luchador. Chico and Luchador. Holy Gordon Grace. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy. Gordo's mammy.